Joey and Lauren. I feel like a total idiot this morning. So our uh, our office building, where our studios are, it's very locked down. They got this whole uh, key card system. You can't just walk into this place willy-nilly, right? So I have a key card, and I keep it in my uh, center console in my car all the time. And I was actually here first. Surprise, surprise. I kept scanning my key card. It wasn't working. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's freezing outside, whatever. I'm scanning it, not working, not working, not working. And then I realized it's, uh, it's a Wendy's gift card. They look exactly the same. <laughs> So my Wendy's gift card was not getting me in this morning. Would Trying have to me buzz a, in with Wendy's. You know, could have gotten a Baconator with it, I know, but right? I couldn't have gotten in the building. <laughs> you ever had that moment? You just feel like it's like an idiot. I'm just standing there. I'm like, dude, dude, dude. And like, it gives like a- Oh my gosh, did I get fired? Yeah, did they deactivate yeah. my card? That's what I started thinking, right? Because that's what happens when uh, right? when people get let go here. They change your email and they like take away your access to the building and so you can't get in. I had a friend of mine used to work here, couldn't send an email. And so I was trying to send an email and kept saying- Hey, it's not sending. No. He went to the, yeah, it's really sad. He went to the IT guy. He's like, hey, what's, what gives? He's like, uh. Oh, they already deactivated his he's email. Like, you may want to meet with the uh, with the big boss. Yeah. What? Good. Yeah, it's a pretty funny story. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 38% of people, this surprised me, 38% of people change their betting every week. Are you in the oh, minority oh, or oh the no. majority? Oh, no. I, I probably should. Because I think there's there's all sorts of studies out there that talk oh, about yeah, how dirty your sheets and all are. That stuff. I actually washed our sheets yesterday, so that's funny you bring this up, but it had been, oh, like two months, yeah, maybe a month or two. It was, uh, yeah, it's bad. You know, I, I looked this up because I saw you change the sheets, and I was like, gosh, I wonder. So, little Google search, yeah, 38% of people change it every week, which is higher than I thought, because I remember as a kid, my mom said that that's what you're supposed to do. Like when you grow up, she's like, always wash your sheets once a week. And I felt like that or was a lot. Or at least change them, like put clean sheets on and flip them out. But yeah, People I- People uh, have multiple bed sheets? I don't know. Yeah. I don't have multiple. Do we have multiple yeah? bed sheets? We have a linen closet with sheets in it. We have a linen closet? <laughs> what <laughs> yes. is this Fort Knox place I live in? It's for linen. The linen closets for like towels and sheets and bedding and blankets and stuff. Though The only, do you have, do we have two pairs of the same color sheets? No, no, I have just different, like I have a variety of different sheets. Well, I feel like we all, we've we only slept in our gray sheets. Because I, I prefer those ones, okay. but if I needed to flip them out, I could. <laughs> if I, you wanted to, but you don't. <laughs> so how often? We have you three said, beds in the house, so yeah, I have extra sheets. Once every two months, wash um, the bedding? I normally do it once a month, okay. but I was really behind. Okay. that's Yeah, I was, once a week seems a lot. It seems like seriously I a honestly lot. just... Don't think I'd be uh, interested in making the bed that many times because I'll make the bed like every day. But the whole like put on oh, the gosh, fitted the sheet, worst. put on the mattress cover, put on the pillowcases. You know, I have a problem. The fitted sheet, everyone always talks about all oh, fitted sheet and it's so hard and you got to like jump on the bed and like lift with your right hand to throw it on the right corner, then lift with yeah. your left hand to put it on the left corner. Everyone always, I feel like that's the popular answer. You know what's annoying are those stupid pillowcases because I feel like they always get stuck so I'm shaking them, shaking them, shaking them. <laughs> or like the, um, what, it's not a, what's the one that goes sham? Is that right? Sham? Yeah, like a, a pillow sham. Yeah, those huh? are annoying too. Yeah. Some some of our pillows have cases. The other ones have shams. I don't know why we can't agree on one thing. Now, but. I will uh, give you a little early morning life hack that a friend taught me. Um, when you wash your sheets, instead of drying your, your fitted sheet, um, uh-huh. just put it on the bed. Just wet from the washing machine, put it on the bed. It dries in like half the time. And, and I've tried it out and it works. Put it in the actual dryer? Yep. Yep. 
I've well, tried it out. Well, don't do it close to going to bed because I can't well, imagine no, it dries in like five like, minutes. If you're washing your sheets during the day, just put your fitted sheet on your bed and it'll dry like almost instantly, especially if you have that. a fan in the room. Yeah. The more you know. It I feel works. like a commercial. Tested and tried. 68719. How often do you change your bedding? You can text us. Lauren, your Hollywood skinny is coming up next. Yeah, there's new romance rumors. I have details on that and I will tell you next. It's Lauren's Hollywood skinny. So we all know that the Super Bowl is set. Right. It is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. What's the date again? February? Well, we hang no, it's on. Two weeks from, uh, it was two weeks from Sunday. It will be on the 7th of February. I have a feeling no matter what you're doing, you're going to find out when the Super Bowl is because your TV will tell you oh, like 900 like every times. Every single commercial. Yeah. Yes. I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. So, yes, we already know that it is set, but there's some drama surrounding the game, the big game. So, this is the first time in NFL history that a team will be playing in their home stadium. Yes. So the Super Bowl is in Tampa Bay this year, and it just so happens And they can't to change it. That- They're not going to be like, oh, switch <laughs> yeah, it up. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing at home. Now, the Super Bowl has decided that they are going to give away... I think 7,500 tickets to healthcare workers yeah. for free to come to the Super Bowl. Very cool. Very nice gesture. Yeah, awesome, right? But the caveat, little asterisk by it, is it's really only the like Central Florida, Tampa Bay area nurses and doctors oh. because they don't want anybody flying in because of COVID. So, so it's really going to it be a home be field a, advantage. Yeah, wow. So you kind of feel for the Kansas City Chiefs just a little bit. Ah, they'll be all right. They'll but, be fine, but I'm just like, oh, it really is a home field advantage. Yeah, because they're allowing, I think, 22,000 fans in the stadium. The stadium sits like 68 or 70,000 or something like yeah, that. So, so definitely scaled back. But, yeah. I mean, you think if they're all coming from the central Florida Tampa area, I'm sure most of them will be rooting for the Buccaneers. Yep. I mean, I would imagine so because they don't want a lot of people flying in. So I know some people, some Chiefs fans are upset about that. Oh, that's not fair. That's home field advantage. Yeah, why don't you be mad at the healthcare workers, especially during a I know, pandemic? Right? Go ahead. You be the one. <laughs> that starts yelling and screaming at them. Were you ever into that 70s show? Not really. Really? I, it was that it was that show that's always on your TV. But you, you never really were yeah. excited to sit so down like, and watch it. I remember the intro all the time because maybe I'd finish up a we're show, I'd be doing something. Right. Like, we're, we're all, all, all right. right. Well, uh, that 70s show's um, Kitty. It's actually Deborah Joe Rock. No, but love Kitty's her. the mom, Kitty Foreman. She says, you know, it's been 23 years since the show premiered, but she would do a reboot in a second. She said she would love to play yeah, Kitty but you can't again. Do it. You can't do that 70s show. It's too old now. You got to do like that 90s show or that 2000 show. I, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know who all would be interested in uh, joining the show. Like would Wilder, Wilder, Valderrama. Well, one of the guys. Yeah, one of the guys. I'm sorry, messing up his name. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. So here's what's funny. Yeah, you You couldn't bring him back. I can't remember his name, but you can bring him back. That '70s show you said is 23 years old. Well, since it premiered. Okay. So think about this. Okay. In two years, because it's 2021. So in two years, when that '70s show premiered, it would be like if we premiered that 2000 show. Think about because 23 oh, years later. Wow. Think about well, what, that. 23 years ago was what, 96? Yeah. 94? I can't do the math so, in my head right now. So you're thinking. Yeah. So it'd oh, be like man. in a couple years, you'd be saying that That's- 2000s show. That's a bombshell. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So, uh, Kourtney Kardashian has been in the news recently because. It, I think, has been confirmed she and Travis Barker are an item. They are officially dating. The drummer from Blink-182. Yup. 
What do you think uh, about I, it? I'm, I'm waiting just, for your hot take. I love Blink 182, and now I feel like the now uh, I feel like it's been the t- reputation or yeah, something. The, the reputation right? of Travis Barker and that band has been ruined. Don't get involved, right? So Travis Barker, apparently, him and Kourtney Kardashian have been rumored to have been dating for years now. I guess they've always been somewhat like people are always wondering and now I think it's actually official. So eh, always the you know a strange the, pair. Do, doesn't the drummer always get the ladies? It's all isn't that always the joke? It's the, I thought it's it was the, the drummer. lead. Well I think the lead is always like the popular one, but it's like secretly the drummer. It's like oh the drummer, <laughs> the bad boy. Also uh I thought this was some funny news. So Joe Biden, President Biden, he cannot bring his Peloton to the White House. So he has a Peloton exercise bike. Uh-huh. Apparently he has an account. He does his thing. What is Which is funny because I have a Peloton President? and I'm like, I ever, have I ever done a ride with Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he's been told by Secret Service and the White House staff that he cannot bring it because it's a security threat because... It would be too easy for someone to hack, hack in. into the Wi-Fi or something. Yeah. So, uh, yep, no, uh, no Peloton. What do you for think the White the House president? Wi-Fi is? What do you think the name is? You know, when you show up to someone's <laughs> house and like, hey, what's your Wi-Fi? Can you show up to the White House and be like, hey, President, uh, what's the Wi-Fi? It's uh, White House One, and the password <laughs> is White House. It's probably USA yeah, or something probably. like that. Go America. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks. I imagine the Wi-Fi password is like 18 different numbers well, to make it very confusing. I don't confusing. even think they have Wi-Fi there. I think it's probably super secure. They yeah. probably don't just have some I, random. It's not I would a cafe. Imagine, it's not like you outside the door. You can't walk by outside and you pull up your phone and by you can fence, somehow says, get it. Guest, the White, House. White House guest Wi-Fi. <laughs> Free Wi-Fi, yeah. White House guest <laughs> password one. And the, that is your Hollywood skinny. It's time to fess up. Tell the Truth Tuesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren in the morning. That dramatic music can only mean one thing. It's time for Tell the Truth Tuesday. <laughs> we just drew We're the question. forced to tell you something the, that you text in, right? We pull it straight from the jar of truth. The question this week is, describe from beginning to end your first kiss. From beginning what? to end? What, what kind, kind of, of creep tw- wants to know that? What kind of twisted question is this? <laughs> Someone's like, mm, you know what? Let me text in my favorite morning show. Yeah, you know what? Let me ask them. I really want to know beginning to end. I un- I understand the question like, you know, tell us about your first kiss, but the details? It's Reveal- not going to be that exciting. I'll tell you. I ain't got no shame, but it's not that juicy. Okay. Give us the deets. So my first kiss, gosh, I swear. This guy gets too much air time. We've talked about him too many times. Justin Jones. Kiss. Justin Jones. And, I'm so uh, sick of hearing about this jabroni. I, he was my first kiss, and I kissed him for the first time. It was in a. Uh, it was at a park near my neighborhood, and we were hanging out at the park. Now, was this a planned first kiss? Like, no. was this something that you guys discussed for a while and kind of led up to it? It was an event. No. No, okay. I had no idea this well, was going to happen. Well, sometimes, you know, I mean. He, he was my first boyfriend, in air quotes, I put that. Because, you know, I was like, You went to Chuck E. Cheese together? I was 12 or 13. Okay. So we meet up at this park. We're hanging out, whatever, with friends. And then our friends leave. It's time to go home. Ooh. And then it's just me and him at the park. What did Justin Jones <laughs> look like? Give us the give us the top um, to bottom. What did he look like that day? So it's funny, I actually remember. So he had of course you do. curly brown hair. Um, and he was, he wore, he was wearing black jeans and like a, a black hoodie with like that a shirt underneath. kind of freaks me out that you remember what he was wearing. Well, I was saying that was kind of his go-to and he always had a backpack on because he was, he would like, like ride his bike over to my neighborhood. Do Because he lived a together. few neighborhoods down. Yeah, we'd do homework together. He also was like a BMX 
biker. So like he would go to the skate park and do like flips and twists flips, and stuff. Legit flips? Yes. He could actually do a backflip on his ba- on his bike. I think so. He's already cooler than I am. He was very cool. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Kids already doing backflips. He wore like the big fat skater shoes. Yeah, yeah. BMX guy. Right, so you leave the park now. You're still at the park. So we're at the park, okay? And he gives me a smooch on the lips for the very first did time. Did he ask or just go in for it? He did not ask, but I was I was willing. I was ready for it. And I still remember he always wore cherry chapstick. <laughs> Wait, what? Cherry chapstick. I kid you not. I could <laughs> Isn't that a isn't that a Katy Perry still, yes, lyric? Taste of cherry, cherry chapstick. chapstick. Yes, I can still taste and smell it. In fact, to this day I cannot use cherry chapstick because it reminds me of this guy and it's just too much because he wore it all the time. Oh, Justin Jones. What dude just rocks cherry chapstick all the he time? He loved it. He had, he had kind of bigger lips and he uh, had this cherry chapstick. It was dry right, out. We got to pull you out of this dream because I feel like you anyway, are, you are going Anyway, planted one wait. on me and that was my first kiss and I went home and I told my mom because I was so excited. I feel like Lauren's going to be in a funk for the rest of the show because you're just going to be thinking about <laughs> Justin and his cherry chapstick. Uh, mine was fourth grade. So fourth grade Okay. Uh, I went to a different school. How old is just, that? What, nine-ish? Uh, yeah, nine is fourth yeah, grade, I think. I think. So. so fourth grade, Renaissance Charter School. I went to a, I went to a charter school for one year. Okay. My parents were like, oh, let's try a charter school. So I went to Renaissance Charter School. My friend Caitlin Lawrence was there, and it was all planned. Like the period before we're in, we're in class or whatever, we're like, oh, yeah, during recess, Joey and Caitlin are going to kiss. <laughs> And so everyone was talking about it. Was this a dare? Like, did kids put you up to it? I don't know if it was a dare, but it was just, it was totally expected. Like, it was like, Joey and Caitlin will kiss at recess. And we were all, there was going to be an audience. (laughs) So I remember, like, the bell rings. I'm freaking out. And so it's wintertime, too. We're all walking. And we're walking did down. Did you have kind any of this... cherry chapstick? No, I didn't, unfortunately. That, I didn't know Justin Jones That would have really impressed her. So we get there. And like a boxing match... My friend Willem, like, MCs the event. He's like, ladies and gentlemen. Stop I'm it. not even joking you. What kind of? He was like, are you ready to kiss? And so he gets there. Full-blown circle of people around us. Full-blown circle, right? Okay. Kind of like a Christmas story where it's like, I double dog dare you. My friend Willem goes, all right, you guys ready? And we're like, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> it's cold. I mean, we're just cold as ice. And I think my lips were so puckered. They were so tight. Do you know, wait, like, what's the reason why? Like, what was, I, how did this come to be? I think it was in fourth grade. We wanted to see a boy kiss a girl. It was an experience. Okay. So it was kind of like science class. You, you didn't know what one, was going to happen. You, you gave her We just her gave a, a quick kiss. Peck, and then it was like, oh, and then everyone freaked out. And then that out, was it. And then we played for the rest of the recess. Yeah. Was it magical? Did you feel the spark? I wasn't much there. Did you want to get married to her at that yeah. moment? You know, I think I had a crush on her a little bit a few years later, but. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't much there. It was mm. so cold out. We just had these cold, pursed lips. I feel like you know mine what I mean? was more romantic. Yours is definitely more romantic. Cherry chapstick, bad boy, backflips, bicycles, park. Mine was, I should look him up. What's mine was he like, doing yeah, now? Mine was like, the, <laughs> What's he it was like doing a circus now? event. It was like, come see the bearded lady. It was like, come see Joey and Caitlin kiss. What in the heck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wow, yeah. we had very eventful first kisses. We did. This. Is Joey and Lauren in the morning. Let's get to the phone, Jenks. So we are prank calling Crystal today. So Michael uh, reached out to us. So they're getting the inside of their house painted, right? Big moment. 
getting some new fresh coat of paint inside their house. And Might so, be a little nervous yeah. it's not going to turn out right. Well, that's what he says. He says his wife, who is at work, you know, mm-hmm. is nervous during the day when she's like, I don't know, how's it going? And so I call as the painter from the paint company, just giving an update on things. But I do have one weird thing about the way that I paint. Okay. And it's got her freaked out. She's freaked out for her husband, and she's freaked out for her kids, which no mom wants to be freaked out oh, for the no. kids. And it is the phone, Jakes. Hello? Hi, Crystal. How are you? This is Brad over with Painting. We're just finishing up your living room. How's it going? Good. Good. Um, so, listen, I just wanted to know what time you're going to be home today. Um, around 2.30. Okay, cool. Um, so if you could, just let me know a little bit before you get here uh, because I just need to put my clothes back on because I paint in the nude. So I'm sorry, you, do, you paint in the nude? Yeah, sorry. I thought we were on the same page. Um, so I am naked right now because, you know, I don't want to get any paints on my clothes. So I just paint in the nude. It's something I do. Um, you know, I mean, look, if you're okay with it and coming in and seeing that, you know, <laughs> No problem at all. I do know that certain people just kind of get uncomfortable you're, with that. So. You're in my house right now, nude. Yes, ma'am. Painting my house. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, that's, I'm not comfortable with that at all. Okay, um, well, I mean, I will finish up the job for sure. You know, we signed a contract, so I'm just going to finish up the living room. Yeah, but and- I mean, I, I, my kids are around, and I, I don't want them walking in on you nude painting. That's well, not- your husband said that the kids were over at the neighbor's house. So, I mean, I guess they could walk in and see this, but, uh, you know, it sounds like he My knows what's going said on. What? He said the kids were at the neighbor's house. So, I mean, they might come over. I don't know. I'll try to like put my hands over stuff and cover up, you know, but everyone seems to know what's going on. My here. husband, no, my husband does not know what's going on. He would have told me if he knew that there was somebody nude in my house painting. That's, that's not something that you forget. Well, technically, I'm not painting right now. I had to take a breather, so I'm sitting on your couch right now. Uh, Man, very comfortable, I'll tell you that. Okay, you know what? I need you to get up off the couch. I need you to put your clothes on, and I need you to leave. Okay, um, hold on. Before you kick me out, I did see the jacuzzi in the backyard, and I was hoping I could just jump in, slip in real quick, clean off, and just, you know, I mean. that's disgusting. No, it doesn't even work, all right? And uh, your husband's name is Michael, correct? Yes. His name is Michael, and he's probably on his way right now. Okay, well, you may want to call him and let him know that the prank worked great because this is Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning, and this is the phone janks he wanted to set you up. up. Seriously? (laughs) Yeah, he wanted to freak you out a little bit. He knows you were worried about the painter you hired. So, yeah, we're just going to have some fun. Oh, my God. (laughs) There is not a naked guy in your house. No need to worry. Oh, my God, because we got this service out of, like, it was a friend of a friend of a friend, and it's not even listed anywhere, so I thought maybe you were naked. (laughs) All right, how do you feel now? You feel okay? Uh, embarrassed. <laughs> that's that's a good one. He got me back. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Mornings with Joey and Lauren. So, remember, was it last week we were talking about how there is a, uh, they got rid of the mouse traps by our break room? Yeah. I forgot to bring this up. Our boss didn't even know we had mouse traps in the first place. Like, we had we had a mice problem. Yeah, he he was listening to our show and he comes in that day and he's like, we um, "Mouse traps? Please explain this." Yeah, We're like, man. yes, it was mouse right traps. by the water cooler. He's like, uh, "I never even noticed." It's nice. I think we all feel a lot better coming to work now that we're uh, rat mouse free. free? Yeah, yeah, rodent free right. here at the uh, radio good. studio. Wouldn't you love it if we just were doing the show and just mice crawling all over us? You know, it might make for good radio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A couple of squeals screaming. every now and again. I still deal with Lauren. Has uh, you shed 
a yeah, lot. Yeah, I do. And a lot so of women do. There's a lot of hairballs that get left or just hair clumps. <laughs> hairballs. The, well, they're like hair clumps, <laughs> and they'll be on the floor of the studio, and I'll be walking in the studio. I and I'm know. like, oh, my gosh. And I jump out of my chair almost. I think our boss really wants me to vacuum the studio. He really does. I, I think, think he, he wants does. us to I buy probably, a, You know what? I probably should do that today. Where we is that to, vacuum? Of, I didn't even know we, we have a vacuum at the office. I, well, let's see. How long have we been doing this show? A few years? And yeah. I have... Uh, Vacuumed this studio one time. <laughs> oh gosh, that's nice. I mean, yeah, I think nice we have a, a company that comes in and, and cleans, but I don't know that they come into the studios. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's normally like the off limits. Because can you imagine you come in to clean and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to press some buttons, go on the radio, and <laughs> hello, you're there live. So yeah, we should probably do a little more vacuuming. I don't know, just a thought. So I have realized that uh, baby Jay, our 16th month old. Sixteen me. month. Old. I know. Is that crazy? No, you. You always. Anytime you say something like somebody's like, "How old's your son?" You go sixteenth month old. He's a sixteenth month old. No, right? it's <laughs> sixteen month. It drives me insane. Sixteen, Six, not sixteenth. Sixteenth months old. That's how old he is. Well, listen. Bottom line is the kid hates me, and he I was really always. Does. I was always worried we were going to yeah. get to this point in uh, our parenting, and there's been some signs that our son has preferred mom over dad. Doesn't bother me. Honestly, doesn't bother me. We're now getting to the point where, like, he wakes up from a nap. I go to pick him up. He is not having it. And then if he sees you, he screams, he pushes me away, and he runs to you. It's actually kind of sad. So he's always been kind of a mama's boy. You yeah, know, but, but he now still loves like dad. Anti-dad. Yeah, he's like an anti-daddy's boy now. You want to prefer mom over dad? I'm fine, but hate me? No, I'm not cool. <laughs> what with that. did you do to him? I don't did know. you take his snack one day no. or something? No, I mean I may be from the school of hard knocks, right? I mean I think you baby him a little bit. I'm I do teach not. Him, right? I'll be, I'll be him holding him though. Things. I'm holding him, and then you come up and you're like, "Oh hi!" And you try to like lean in and give Won't him a kiss. Won't even look at me. Takes his hand, shoves your face away, like get away from me, dad. Yeah. I, I don't know what to do now, and if anybody has some hacks of, like, how to win my son's love back, because right now, I mean, th- there's definitely some advantages, right? Because if he's in a bad mood and he doesn't yeah, want to be with me. Yeah, the advantage is I always have to yeah. hold him. <laughs> like, changing diapers, he doesn't want me changing his diaper. Oh, looks like, Mom, you're going to have to do that again. Like, I don't know what to do, but I will say, I don't know what's happened, yeah. but he hates me now. I feel really bad. He had the uh, meltdown of a, of the century. This was a few days ago. It was in the morning. And we were home, and he wakes up from his nap, and you said, you know what, I'll go get him, and because I had some other things I wanted to do. I was like, great, you go get him. And he was crying, and you said, don't come in, because you'll make it worse if he sees you. Well, I didn't think anything of it, and I heard him crying, and I was like, oh, I want to go give him a hug, I want to go give him a kiss. So I go in there, you just Nuclear. shoot me daggers, because you're like, I told you not to come in here. He loses it, just wants me, reaches his arms out, freaks out, meltdown, and I just, I feel bad. Sorry about that. You say you feel bad, but I don't think you feel bad. I think you love it. No, I mean, of course I love that he wants mama. Like, I do love that, but it's hard because I'll be uh, cooking in the kitchen or something, and he's, like, wrapping his arms around my legs, and you're just like, oh, he only wants you. Can't, oh, sorry, can't can't help. Yeah, but you see, I, I saw your face the other day when, I was bringing him downstairs, and you were sitting on the couch, and he just, like, jumps out of my arms, runs to you, and you're just like, oh, looks like he just loves mom. <laughs> so you can't you can't tell me that you don't love it. You love it. You so, absolutely love so it. So what do you propose we do? Like, how do you fix this? What's the solution? Other than complaining, how do you solve well, this? Well, I, I thought about one solution, but I almost don't want to suggest it. And, but I thought, what if you like went away for a couple of days? I would love that. And then like oh, I, I would just, love that. it's just dad and son, and I take yeah. care of him for like two straight days, do my thing, and then we build this 
father-son bond. And then but I, I come know. home and he hates me. Well, or or I'm just worried like it just doesn't work out and he's just mad and grumpy the whole time. Yeah. And then I'm like, uh, SOS, you got to come back or something. Do I need to like give you some like parenting tips, some pointers on I'd how say, to, you how to take care of him? You on how I to do play the same. With him. No, you and I do the same thing. In fact, I would say I'm more fun and I punish him less than you do. You're normally the one that says punish? no. He's 16 months old. Well, I don't no, punish I know, but him. I feel like you say no to him more than I do. Like a lot of times, like, yeah, you want a sip of my Diet Coke? No big deal. Mom's not watching. I feel like Ooh. I'm giving him the free stuff. Don't give him soda. All right. Do not well. give him soda. But but you're right. I think uh, you're more willing to let him play with the remote yeah. controller than I would. But yeah. um, I think maybe you need to take some sort of a, a course on how to bond with your I son. Think so. If anybody know. can help, let us know. 68719. My son hates my guts. How do I figure it out? Because now he's like totally team mom that We're, I have uh, nothing. Getting some text rolling in 68719. This texter says, oh, just you wait until he says I hate you to one of you. Oh, uh, he basically, if I he could talk that. and say it, he, I think he would. Right now, if he could form that sentence, he would look at me and be like, I hate you. Mom's cooler. Give I, me again, mom. you must have taken his crackers or know, something at something. some point. I mean, I will say when we eat goldfish, I will get a handful for both of us. So if that's his problem, then yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> All right, it's Joey and Lauren in the morning. No need for a phone call. We'll text him for you. It's time for Off the Hook with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's time for Off the Hook where we help text somebody with you. You need that texting help. And that's where we come in. Chelsea is with us. Chelsea is dating a guy, but there's some ex-boyfriend involvement, but not the way you would think. And she needs to warn. I think that's the best way to put it. Warn this guy she's dating about an ex. So good morning, Chelsea. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? We're doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us here on Off the Hook. All right. So catch everyone up. What do you need to text this? Uh, Can we call him your current boyfriend? I know you guys have gone on several dates. Yeah, so we've been on a few dates. And, like, I mean, it's not too, too serious yet. So I just wanted to get your opinion on something that's going on that he doesn't know about. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to a hot spring together soon, which I'm really excited about, but that means that um, he's going to see more of my body than he usually does. And I happen to have a tattoo of my ex's name on my body. Mm. Yippee skippy. Okay, so <laughs> this guy you've been dating sounds like a new relationship. He obviously has not seen your full body yet, so this is why you think it's going to be quite a shock to him? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he hasn't seen where the tattoo is. So, uh, Okay. Where is it? <laughs> Can I ask? <laughs> where is it? It's like on the bottom by my like hip okay. area. Oh, okay, and it's so it says your ex-boyfriend's name. Is that it? Is it? Like a mural of him, is it a, or is it just a his big name? old picture of his face? <laughs> no, my ex's name is Brandon. It just says his name in cursive. Okay, so you want to warn him so it's not a awkward moment at the hot spring. He's like, "Who's Brandon?" And then you're sitting there in hot water, and you're literally in hot water, and you're trying to <laughs> like figure it all out. I actually think this is smart to get it out of the open because you don't want it to ruin your date if all he's thinking about is there's this Brandon. Let me ask you, does he know about Brandon? Have you talked much about your ex? You know, it's still a new, like, new relationship. So we've, like, touched upon exes, but he doesn't know the full, like, Got Brandon it. Okay. story and that 
this person meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. I got their name tattooed on me. Yeah, because so. who, that's who's to say he doesn't take off his shirt and he's or got take off, and he's nine got, women all he's tattooed got, on his yeah, body. Yeah, he's got his ex on him. That you guys can bond over that. Well, I'd like to introduce you to Jessica, Danielle, Lisa, Michelle. I got them all tattooed on my body. That would definitely be a help to me. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you okay. just want to text him, kind of warn him, and let him know about this tattoo. Does he seem like someone who would be upset or jealous? You know, I don't know just yet, which is why I want to tell him before it happens, yeah. because I don't want him to be, like, super upset when we're together if he's going to be upset about something like this. But what do you do when you didn't even know? Yeah. So, like, I understand maybe being like, oh, dang, you have another man tattooed on your body. But also, doesn't mean you can't be mad. Yeah. At the time, you probably thought Brandon was going to be the one. You guys were going to get married. So he had nothing to do with that. I Mm -hmm. mean, this new guy has no idea who Brandon is. So everybody has a past. He should totally be accepting of that. that. I do think you are very smart. To bring it up now and not make it a huge part of your conversation for your entire getaway to this hot spring. So let's do this. Let me ask you, do you have a picture of it? Of my tattoo? I can take one. Okay, sure. so, so here's the deal. We're <laughs> going to take a break. getting at? You wanted to oh, oh, just, just send, send a, a picture? picture? Yeah. So do this. While we take a break, can you take a picture of this tattoo? Sure. Okay, all right. So we'll take a break. Chelsea's going to take a picture of this tattoo okay. on her body. But don't and then, send it. Like, don't no, no, just no, send don't the send picture. It okay, okay, don't okay, send okay. it, but I think we need to have this in our back pocket because I think it's probably a good idea to eventually show it. So, uh, Chelsea, go ahead and do that. This is very awkward. She's going to be taking a picture, and we're going to be taking a break and coming back with Chelsea on Off the Hook. This is Off the Hook with Joey and Lauren in the morning. We have Chelsea with us on Off the Hook. Off the Hook is a segment where we help you text somebody something. Maybe you want to ask them out. Maybe you need to confess something. Well, Chelsea is getting ready to go to a hot spring with her boyfriend, which she's excited about. Uh, boyfriend? New relationship. Said, okay, fine, They've gone right. on a couple of dates. I don't, don't want to put pressure a, on her. We don't believe in labels, but <laughs> Chelsea is going out to a hot spring with this guy, and here's the problem. Chelsea has a tattoo of Brandon, who is her ex-boyfriend, on her body, and she's like, we're going to be in a swimming suit. He's going to see this tattoo. Yeah, he'll have questions probably, so I want to warn him. I just want to get it out of the way. Now, when we took a break, Chelsea said she was going to take a picture of this said Brandon tattoo. And Chelsea, let's bring you back on. Have you done that? I have. Yes, I have. Let me ask you this. It's just Brandon in cursive. There's no hearts or anything. Is there? There's no arrow or Brandon, I love you forever. It just says Brandon. Yeah, it just says Brandon. Okay. Yeah. But it's in a lovey-dovey cursive. I'm a little worried where you're going with this picture idea. I don't know if you're wanting to just send this picture. I mean, I'm glad we we took it just in case, but I'm trying to figure out, Chelsea, if you want to send him the picture or if you just want him to see it in person. Does it make it worse when you send it and then he's stewing on it and he's looking at it or what? Uh, That's a good point. You know what I mean? You know, I feel like I should probably say something before sending the picture, but if he's like asking what it looks like, I guess maybe it's good to just show him before so that's okay. my, is it on me yeah, let, let me yeah just don't straight. just send it my plan wasn't for chelsea to be like boom here's a dude's name on my <laughs> butt and then you just leave it on her butt no, on her hip, hip right? or something the hip butt area i don't know so let's do this chelsea why don't you text um your boyfriend or sorry you, the guy that you're dating i'm sorry to put labels on it why don't you text this guy and say hey i wanted to warn you about something before our trip. Before our trip where you'll see me in a swimsuit. Oh, don't say where right, you'll right, fine, see fine, me fine, in a fine, swimsuit. Fine, fine. That's weird. Just, so just say. just saying, I wanted to warn you about something before our trip. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, just say, I wanted to talk to you about something before our trip, dot, dot, dot. Yes, do that. Okay. Yeah, and put the dot, 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 because that clearly shows he needs to respond quickly, and it shows that you have more to say. All right, here I go, dot, dot, dot. I am sending it. Oh, all right, okay. send it, okay. okay? It's all good. Deep breath, and then watch for the typing bubbles. Let us know when he's texting back, but... I think, Joey, we talked about it earlier. I think, honestly, it would be a red flag if he was angry yeah, about this. Because it, it was your past. Like, it's not anything that he has. He has nothing yeah. to do with it. You can't control it. You're you just letting him know. You didn't even know each other. I agree. If he and, gets freaking out, yeah. then I think that's a red flag. And you don't even need to let him know. This is a nice thing for you to do. But you don't. Yeah. It's not like you need to be this like, This is hey. just to avoid a long conversation that you'd have to have at a hot spring. And you don't want to be sitting there yeah. and you got a 75-year-old man sitting in the bubbles with you. And you guys are like, well, who's Brandon? Well, Brandon's my <laughs> ex. And, ah, you know. <laughs> okay, he is typing back right now. All right. The bubbles are truth, Chelsea. You the know, bubbles I'm excited. are truth. I can tell you're a little excited about this guy. Like, you want things to go really well with him. Yeah, I really like him. Um Oh, gosh, okay. So he, said, he just said, what's up? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's natural. Expected. Now, should you say... Because you're going to see me in a swimsuit, I actually have a tattoo of my ex. Um, do you need to point out the swimsuit? I mean, it's kind of okay. implied because you're going All to right, a so hot All right, so what have you street? said this? Say, well, I wanted to warn you, there's a good chance you may see one of my tattoos of my ex. I know uh, one okay, of them. That just, sounds weird. I don't know. Just say, I wanted to warn you, I have an embarrassing tattoo. Boom. Chelsea, just say do that. that. Yep. Because I don't think you're proud of it anymore. Yeah. But I would say, just want to warn you, I have an embarrassing <laughs> tattoo. And maybe put like a laugh emoji to make it yep. like light and fun. Okay. Embarrassing tattoo that you will see for the first time. Maybe? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. With yeah, a laugh emoji. Chelsea, the fact that you're pointing out that it's embarrassing puts you on a level with your boyfriend to not be like, oh, I still have feelings for this tattoo. Mm-hmm. You're saying it's embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. I just am finishing this tag. Okay. And click it. Okay. Send it. I just sent it. All right. I wonder what he's thinking. It's like, is it going to be like, I don't know, a Teletubby or like a Care Bear? (laughs) He's probably thinking about what embarrassing tattoo it could be. He'll probably respond and ask. But but no, I think you're right, Joey. This is a good way for us to make it Mm -hmm. seem like we're not proud of this tattoo. It is embarrassing. Yeah, you're getting on the same team. Okay. He just just said, wait, what? Okay. This is the picture. I think this is the time we send the picture, right? Really? Uh, yeah, well, it's not? up to Chelsea. It's up to Chelsea. If you want to send the picture, so, or do we wait ah! and see if he asks what it looks like? I don't know. Oh, gosh. Because um, you I'm could send it. it what do you think? So I, I send the picture? Yes, here's mm-hmm. what I would do. It's not huge, right? It's not like it scales across your whole hip. <laughs> yeah, no, thank God. Okay, so this is what you do. So I would say it's no big deal. Again, we're going to downplay it. Say it's actually my ex's name, Brandon, on my hip. LOL. And then send that with the picture. Because maybe he's picturing, like you said, a mural or a Mm -hmm. face or something. If you just see a little Brandon in cursive and you're downplaying it. But if you're sending the picture, you don't need to spell out his name in the text. Just say. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Just say, I have. uh, My ex's name on my my hip. My ex's name on my hip. LOL. And then you could send the picture. Okay, cool. I am. Testing everything now. Oh my gosh. All right. So you're, no, you're good. Yeah. Don't be nervous. Again, I think this is a great, you know good. what? This is a great first kind of test of this relationship. If he responds with, hey, you're good, like we've all had a past, that shows he's caring. Well, he's sympathetic. Yeah. If it changes the way that he feels around you or changes his feelings for you, I think yeah. that could be a problem. 
Okay, so I said to him, I have a small tattoo of my ex's name on my hip, and here's a little photo of it just to give you a heads up. Okay, this is perfect, Chelsea. I think this is a great job. Okay, I sent it. All All right. right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We cross our fingers on this show. We cross our fingers for the bubbles of truth. I, I'm thinking this He's guy's like a good dude. He's examining it, though, zooming in. Yeah. Like, oh, what is this? He's going to ask for the last name, look him up on Facebook. Who is this then, guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Where's the response? All right. Here we go. <laughs> okay. 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 Okay, good. Okay. He's not too worried about it. This is good. Okay. So what did he, he say? Said, he said, oh, thanks for letting me know you didn't have to do that, but I appreciate you giving me the heads up. Hey! That's good. This is awesome. That's perfect. Two adults handling things like adults. Isn't this refreshing? Now I'll show you in person this weekend. Hubba hubba. Can we join you on this hot springs getaway? I don't want to We love go. soaking up in hot Let water. Let them enjoy their time. I don't want to take a bath we with like you guys. We like sitting there like a couple of dumplings in some soup, man. That's kind of our thing. Uh, Chelsea, have a wonderful time. I think this is good. And like I said, this shows that you care about his feelings. And he obviously, with yeah. his response, he cares about your feelings. Thank you so much for your help. I really appreciate it. Just be ready to get a tattoo on the other side of the hip of his name. If this goes well, all right? <laughs> Joey and Lauren. Joey and Lauren. So every Saturday on our show, we do the uh, Saturday Snack Review on our Facebook. You can Saturday follow us. Saturday Snack Review. Bop, bop. Saturday yep. Snack Review. Bop, bop. It's just You're an welcome. excuse for me to buy stupid snacks and eat them once a week. So uh, you can watch those videos up on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube at Joey and Lauren Show. And because of the Saturday Snack Review, I tried these new Oreos. They were uh, birthday cake Oreos. Oreo has like a million different flavors now. Well, this it's is right up your alley because you love anything birthday cake flavored. Like birthday, birthday cake, cake favorite. Like cake batter milkshake is your favorite thing. Birthday cake. Like the anything, classic, ice the classic cream is your fun favorite. fetty cake. Unbelievable. I Such could a make kid. that. Yeah, I know I am. I'm really like a 12 year old. <laughs> but I actually learned the Joey Life hack from eating those Oreos. So if you want to get the perfectly dunked Oreo and milk, but you don't want to get your hands all wet, take a fork. Stick the fork in the cream and dip your Oreo with the fork. It is incredible. I did it 900 times over the weekend. There should be a warning label, though, because I tried your hack. It works, and it works almost too good because it actually made me eat more Oreos than I normally would if I was just dunking it with my fingers. Well, we bought the um, we bought the package of Oreos on Saturday or Friday. I can't remember. It was Friday night. Friday Friday night. night. They were gone by Sunday morning. And by gone, I mean gone. Yeah, and I had like, I think if I were to tally them up, I think I had like six over the course of the weekend, which means you ate the entire package of Oreos. So if you eat Oreos, yes, if you eat Oreos, make sure to take that fork, stick it in, and it was perfect. You get the whole thing nice and soggy. Like, I don't like things that are soggy except for Oreos. A soggy Oreo is where it's at. I do too. So there's your life hack. All right, I found out some drive-through stats that I wanted to do with you today. These are the average drive-through how many times they get your order right, who has the highest accuracy and the lowest accuracy. You know, when you have that, and this is great for you because here's what people don't realize about, well, most people probably realize this now, Lauren is custom order everything. You don't just roll up to a drive-thru, say number six, you always add this, take away this. Depends on where I am, but yes, normally I say, okay, no mayo and uh, no tomato. I'm not a tomato guy. So what would you guess, and everyone can play along, you can text us as well, 68719. What would you guess the percentage is of all fast food drive-thrus, the percentage that they get your order right? 
all fast food drive throughs yep. combined. Yep. Take them all. Ah, the percentage man. that they get your order 100% right. I would right. say 75%. Got to give them more credit. Is it less? Oh, more. Okay. It's more. It- uh, 88%. Very close. 84.4% of the time, your restaurant okay. will get your order right. All which right. Is not bad. No. It really, it's not that bad. Though there are times that I go and I can just tell. I'm like, they're yeah, not going to oh, get yeah. this right. I know. I know they're going to screw it up. <laughs> they ask like, like a million different questions. Wait, did you say no? No, no, no. I said no mustard. So wait, extra mustard? Yeah. No, no, no. No mustard. But sometimes <laughs> I can just tell by the person's personality. I'm like, they're not going to get yeah. this right. Like, mm-hmm. Or if it's really busy and I know they're just like, all right, what, do you, what can I get you? Uh, number six. All right, number six. And I'm like, whoa. I Hang barely, on, you know, just a second. I want this on the side and know this. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I got that. And you're like waiting. And you're like, you didn't get that. You didn't get that. <laughs> so 84.4% of the time, the drive through gets your order right. Now, I have the restaurant that gets your order right the most and the restaurant that gets your order right the least. And this is all fast food? It's all fast food. Okay. These are all pretty much big chains. I imagine you want me to guess. Yes. I'm going to say the restaurant that gets your order right the most is Chick-fil-A. And you are correct. Chick-fil-A I knew it, gets I've nev- your order right the most. They've never screwed it up for me. They've never screwed it up Why for me. Why is that? Why I don't know. are they so They're like, so efficient. They're like robots. There's got to be My some pleasure. sort of My pleasure. crazy My pleasure. boot camp. <laughs> Anybody that works at Chick-fil-A, do they send you like overseas to some boot camp where they're like some- Training. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is it like some very intense thing where you're like, my pleasure? For like, me, they're always the quickest yeah. and they never get my order wrong. Well, they're the quickest because they make those chicken sandwiches and They've just keep them system. warm. They've got a good system. Well, and it's those easy. They're, are just, they're just doing chicken yeah. sandwiches. There's only one thing on it and it's pickles. But so you really can't sauces, mess that up. Like, there's a lot of places when you ask for some sauces and you know they're not going to, they're either not going to give you enough or they're going to charge wrong. you yeah. extra. They are like, you want 17 sauces? I got 17. My I pleasure. hand counted them myself. <laughs> My pleasure. Have a good day. So, so who got the uh, least? Like, who gets the orders wrong the yeah. most? Yeah. So, Chick Fil A gets it uh, right the most, ninety four percent. The um, lowest. I'm gonna say. And let me give you a hint: sixty six percent. Oh my gosh! It's pretty much a coin flip. Um, I'm gonna go McDonald's. Mm, I'm just thinking McDonald's. I thought that too. No. No. McDonald's is a higher percentage. Um. What about Burger King? No. Not Burger King. Shoot. Let me give you a hint. You oh, Jack in the Box. Nope, not Jack in the Box. Sonic. Nope, not Sonic. <laughs> now, let me give you another hint. Okay. They actually also are known for chicken. Uh, oh, KFC. KFC, yeah. KFC gets your order wrong the most. It's 66%. Kay. So really, at I that point, that. you're just like, just give me a bucket of chicken. <laughs> I don't even know if it's going to be right or not. You're not going to get it just right. Just make sure it's cooked, please. Yeah. Cooked but that all the way also through. surprised me because I feel like maybe it's because they have so many different sides Mm-hmm. You know, you got coleslaw, you got corn, you got mashed potatoes, you got mac and cheese. And I wonder if that, because the chicken's not that difficult, right? I mean, No, no, but I've been there before and I've asked for uh, mac and cheese and they gave me mashed potatoes instead. So I've just had, I've had mac, them. You're like, yeah. mac, mashed potatoes. She definitely wants no, mashed no, potatoes. No, no, macaroni <laughs> and cheese. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and this really doesn't actually affect me too much because I am very easy to please and I rarely change anything up. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, the only thing I'm kind of a stickler on is I do like my side sauces. So yeah. I will say, like, you get a side of fry sauce. You get very angry if there's no, like, if they if you ask for fry sauce and they just give you, like, one it's little It's the only container. thing I double check on. I normally never double check, but I normally go, you get that, you get that fry sauce? And Tell I you guess. what, there is no worse feeling than uh, checking your food after you've ordered and it's wrong. Yeah. 
It's just like a gut punch. At least for me, I'm like, no. Chick-fil-A is getting right. KFC is getting wrong. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. Time for your trending stories. All right, Lauren, what's trending? You've talked on the show before about how you are a Bigfoot believer. Uh, 100%. I believe Bigfoot. And if you want me to give the location, it's Snoqualmie Pass. It's a mountain pass (laughs) as you're driving into Seattle. That is where Bigfoot lives. I believe it 100%. No questions asked. No questions asked. I know he's well, in there. Well, um, Sean Peabody works in promotions uh, here at the station, and he has seen Bigfoot, he says. He yeah, has a I believe map him. all over his cubicle, like spotting all these places that Bigfoot 100% is. 100% believe him. But yep. he says it's a species of like a bunch of Bigfoots yeah, all over just, the country. It's not just one All Bigfoot. over the world. It's Gigantopithecus. Yeah. For as long as Bigfoot's been on the earth, which I totally believe, absolutely. There's okay. little Bigfoots, a whole family. Well, there's a lawmaker out of Oklahoma that is trying to pass a bill for a Bigfoot hunting season. He says that there's a place at southeast Oklahoma that a lot of people have claimed they've seen Bigfoot. So he wants to open Bigfoot now, hunting see, I don't, season. I don't want to shoot Bigfoot. Well, I want to hang out with Bigfoot. He doesn't want anybody to kill Bigfoot. He says he wants people to trap Bigfoot and catch Bigfoot. And there will be a $25,000 reward. Oh, which you need to raise that up I think to six figures. Kind of low, right? With yeah. how long people have been trying to All catch right. Bigfoot. You capture Bigfoot. Okay. What's the one question you ask him? What size um, of shoe do you wear? <laughs> like, what's the one question you ask How Big tall Bud? are you? Yeah. Why do you walk so slow and move your arms so much? I don't know. Does he move his arms I, weird? I've never seen if, him. If, if Bigfoot was in society, like, we could all hang out with him, I feel like Bigfoot would be would a great... He would have a lot of stories to tell. Oh, yeah. Great right? security guard, too. <laughs> Remember the one time the one guy tried to catch me and I yeah. fooled him? If we had Bigfoot in law enforcement, it'd be huge, man. Can you imagine? Like, you so don't call stealthy. 911, you call Bigfoot. Right? He's stealthy. Well, I hope we find him. I totally believe in him. There is a man from Houston who thought it would be, be a good idea to steal an ambulance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he steals this ambulance and he goes straight to the Jack in the Box drive-thru. Gotta get those <laughs> you know, when you, tacos, man. Yeah, when you steal a... Uh, Ambulance, you got to go get those Jack in the Box tacos. Can you imagine like being in the uh, on the other end of that? I mean, like, I'm going to Jack in the Box. Uh, shouldn't you be going to the hospital? Yeah, I know. Well, I, and that's the thing. He still had the lights on. First. The lights were still spinning. Now he was caught like immediately. Police were able to arrest I'm him. Jealous. On felony. I mean, think about it. The lights change for you. Everybody moves out of your way. Can you imagine how quicker you can get to places? There was a guy I went to high school with. He was obsessed with becoming a police officer. I don't know if he ever did, but um, he actually went to lengths to get. Like the lights on oh, his car. That's illegal. Which, yeah, I don't think that's okay. Well, you can have lights, but I don't think, I mean, if they start flashing red and blue, you are in big trouble. Yeah, I think they were red and blue. Because my, my friend had uh, <laughs> this, like, SUV, and he got underglow. You remember when underglow yes. was, like, the thing? Yeah. But he did a red and blue underglow, and he got pulled over. And they said, hey, you can't have that. It's impersonating oh, even an officer. Oh, even an underglow? Yeah, I believe oh, so. that's interesting. At least that's the story he told me. I didn't me. realize that. Yeah. There's a grocery store employee from Atlanta. He works at an Atlanta Kroger. And he, in my opinion, I feel like has pulled off an amazing heist. So what he did is he came up with like a scheme to enter items into their accounting system as returns. Uh So he was making up items that didn't exist as returns and pocketing the cash. Anyway, uh, people finally realized it. Corporate employees contacted the authorities after he amassed almost a million dollars. Oh, my gosh. $980,000 in fake returns. At what point were they like, dude, you've got a lot of returns. Every every time you show up, like all these people returning stuff. And how did you get that much? <laughs> right? I mean, it's a grocery store. I know. Like bananas can be only worth so much. Well, that's what's funny is uh, it sounds like some of these items that he was claiming as returns Ranged from $75 to over $87,000. I'm like, who 
is returning things worth $87,000 yeah, no at a Kroger. Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where do you find that? Did someone buy the store and then who, just return the whole store? Who works in accounting at that Kroger? Like, how did they let almost a million dollars go past them without catching it? Boy, people are really not happy with our products. <laughs> and uh, those are some of your trending stories. Wait, what did you just say? It's time to play Speak Out with Joey and Lauren. Let's play a little game we call Speak Out. How this game works is we wear a stupid mouthpiece. Looks like we're at the dentist's office. We have random phrases, and all you do is you have to guess what phrase we are saying. Jen is playing with us today. Hello, Jen. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. All right, here we go, Jen. Here's how this game works. First, the first decision you have to make is who do you want to wear the mouthpiece? Um, I think I'm going to go with Lauren today. All right. Okay, Lauren wow. is on a, a couple streak. couple weeks in a row now. All right. So here's how it works. <laughs> Lauren is going to put in the mouthpiece right now. Oh, we have wow. random phrases. Random phrases, random words. I will give you a hint. Lauren will say right. that word or phrase, and then you have to guess what it is. All right? Okay. All right. Here we go. This first phrase is a sporting event. One more time. Yes. <laughs> the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. There it is. All right, you're one for one. Huh? Question number two is a Dr. Seuss book. Cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. Look, listen to Jen's answer to She's like, cat in the hat. She's like, are these supposed to be difficult? <laughs> Here we go. You're two for two. You got three left. All right, number three is a TV show. Say la la la. Oh, goodness. Ooh. I need that one again. Okay. Say la la la. When I oh, wake up I in the morning. No and oh. Here we go. Phrase number four. This is a cereal. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> Can you say that one more time? I mean, I know you got it right, but still. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. All right, here we go. You are three for four. This, to go four for five, this is just a common phrase. I go like I. Oh. I go like I. Apple of my there eyes. There it is. Wow. Jen wanted the whole thing. Four out of five. Now let's go back to the TV show. I just want to see if you can get it on another. Okay. All right. Say Layla Gal. Saved by the bell. There oh, it is. Oh. See? Well, Jen. Joey tried to sing the song for you a little bit. Yeah. When I wake up in the morning. <laughs> well, Jen, a fantastic wow, performance. Nice Way to go on speak out, all right? Impressive. And my mouthpiece was like falling out. I was struggling with it today. Wake up, laugh, repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. So I was reading on the internet some drive-through statistics. And you know me. I'm all about the drive-through life. No one's surprised that uh, Joey's looking up drive-through stats. The average drive-through gets your order right 84.4% of the time. And And that's just all fast food in general. Which... It's not terrible. If you told me that every time I go through a drive-thru, I have an 84% chance Mm -hmm. that they get it right. I mean, yeah, we all say the same thing. We expect to get it right. But let's be honest. Sometimes there are times when you will order where I'm like, I don't blame them for not getting it right. They don't get, (laughs) you know, they don't get paid 30 bucks an hour. Like sometimes the way you're like, 
Easy mayo, hold this, okay. side of this, you add know, this, I'm diet actually, this. I think a lot of people would say that they, they all know that one yeah. place. That one place that they may frequent or they know of that they're like, they always get my order wrong or they're always yeah. slow. Everybody knows that one place. So the average is 84.4%. They get it right. The highest is Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A gets your order right 94% of the time. The lowest is KFC, the chicken joint competitor gets the order right 66% of the time, which at that point, it's just like, you know what? Just be happy. You got food. And I, like, they got food. They charge your card. Gosh, your I haven't been to KFC. I haven't either. I feel like it's been Yeah, it's years? been a long time. It's been a really long yeah. time. Your grandma was obsessed with KFC. Oh, yeah. So that was like her thing. If you want to win over grandma, you swing by the KFC yeah, on your way that. over, and she loved Maybe it. Maybe I need to go there. To, I still uh, remember her order. Do you really? I do. Yeah, she got two chicken thighs. You remember my mashed potatoes and coleslaw. Dead grandma's KFC order? Yes, I would pick her up food all the time. I would go see her, <laughs> like after work, I'd go see her, and I would swing by and get her favorite. So what is it? She got two chicken thighs. Okay. And mashed potatoes with the coleslaw. Okay, perfect. I, I think you should go and be like, in in honor of Joey's grandma. In her can honor, I get it? two chicken thighs. No, but I think that's probably the last coleslaw. time I was there. Well, I think you should go again. So. If you get the order wrong, like, do you check the bag? Because I always say, I get the bag, and mm-hmm. I do not think, especially during rush hour or big yeah. lunchtime, you do not sit there and you do not check your bag. You got to do drive a peek. Off. You got to do a little no, peek. No, I hate the peek. So what about if you pull up a little bit so that the person behind no. you can get to the window, and then you no, peek? No, no. The moment you get your bag, you got to go. In fact, Go I home? Get... Like, go, no, go? No, 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 no. Or do you go. ever pull off and look? You can pull off, but there's nothing worse than I'm in the drive through line. Right, somebody in front of me, the car in front you of me gets their get order, their food. and then they're sitting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jimmy's got his sandwich. Did they get the sauce? Okay, get no go. Like I gotta go. Like get we got stuff here. to do. Like I'm just gonna eat. Like at this point, I'm just gonna eat the whole bag. I'm what just- What lengths would you go to? Let me ask you this: What lengths would you go to to return virtually your food? zero? You know me; they're virtually zero. If they get it wrong, I just feel like so. That's even what if you're right near the yes. restaurant, still you're not going to go in no. and get it. Oh man, see that's where we're that's different. That's why they, we they, are so different. Restaurants are probably realize eh, if we get it wrong, they're probably not going to walk back in. If I, if I, I mean, if it's dramatically wrong, maybe I'd park. Mm-hmm. But think about it: if it's wrong, you get, and you're probably if you're going through a drive-through. Chances are you got a place to be or you're thinking about something that's fast. You're on your way somewhere. You park, you grab the bag, you wait in line. You can't just go to the front of the line and say, well, I already ordered. So you got to wait. See, I'll wait. I'll wait as long as it takes. If you you put ketchup on my my burger and I didn't want ketchup or whatever it is, I will go in. There's no worse feeling in my opinion. I mean, obviously there are worse (laughs) things in the world to worry about. But in my opinion, there's nothing worse than getting home or getting to your destination. So excited to just take a big old bite into your burger and you open it up and it's not what you ordered. Because then what? You're already at work or you're already at home. And then it puts me in the worst mood. Like I, I think I shared the story when I was pregnant I had a full-on meltdown, sobbing. It was so bad. Crying my eyes out when I went to a sandwich shop on my way home. I was dying for a sandwich, and I asked for it toasted. And I get home, and it wasn't toasted. And I cried, and I freaked out. I want to read some texts here, 68719. Because we were talking about, you know, from our perspective, you sit there, and sometimes you feel like they're going to get it wrong. I like this text. says, I worked fast food for years. There were plenty of times I knew I got their order wrong, but we were too busy. I just went with it. Oh, no. Right? Where you're like, there's a line of cars. Sometimes maybe you realize you got it wrong halfway through. So when I worked at Applebee's, sometimes I realized like, oh, I made a mistake. Like, oh, I forgot to put what they asked for or whatever. going to the kitchen 
and like leaning over and being like, hey guys, I accidentally entered that wrong. And Too so, much confrontation for you. The cooks hated me, right? I was this little <laughs> pipsqueak kid. So I would know walking to their table, yeah. I knew I got it wrong. And if they said something, I'd be like, those darn cooks back there. Cooks. Let me let me go you back to the you kitchen jerk. and figure it out. No, no, no. You that was jerk. the rule. The the cooks realized they always got blamed for everything because they're not going to have to go out and meet any of these people. Mm-hmm. We did. So I'll be honest. There were plenty of times. My favorite story, I was at Applebee's, did car side to go. The guy asked for extra orange sauce. Totally didn't think he would notice. We were busy. Didn't do anything about it. He called back, and I blamed a random coworker. I made up a name. So I was like, oh, was that he was- charged for the sauce? And no, you no, no, know no, no. you didn't give no, it to him? No, I just didn't give him any extra sauce. We were really busy. We were slammed Gosh. Friday night. So he called back, and he's like, hey, there's no extra sauce. They said, oh, that's Justin. He's new here. I'm sorry. I apologize, sir. So 68719, you can text us about drive through accuracy. I can't believe we have the numbers and the stats for this. Makes me very crazy. happy. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Time to wrap up the show with what did we learn today? Lauren, what did you learn? I learned a lot about our son's hatred for you because you talked about how uh, he's now become anti-dad. Not just mama's boy, but anti-dad. It's ridiculous, honestly. Anytime you even like look at him, I know, he's just like, like dude, what did I do? Sorry. He's uh, all mom all the time. So people have been texting in throughout the show. Some advice for you, okay. Joey. So here you go. This one says, it's a developmental stage. Just do more one-on-one time with him and dad. Even just go on a walk or lay on the floor playing toys, it takes time. So you two need more bro time. That's what I'm hearing. Then can we go to a sports bar and eat some wings and watch football? That's I don't think of, that's going to work. That's no. the kind of one-on-one time I want with my son. No, you need to play like peekaboo and play with his trains and trucks. bro time. And- bro time's not peekaboo. It is for a 16-month-old. That's right, total bro time. I know. I'm fine with that. I just, why don't I have to earn his love? Shouldn't yes, it be like, do. dude, I'm your dad, man. You it's, should love no. me because I'm your dad. It's earned, not given. Okay, I'll change more poopy diapers. <laughs> uh, I learned so much about fast food and drive through etiquette. Mostly I did learn that a Chick-fil-A is the most accurate drive through which doesn't surprise me because sometimes I feel like I roll down the window and they already predict what I'm going to have. Funny you bring that up. I'm looking at the text line. This person says, Chick-fil-A messed up my order this weekend. Whoa. I was shocked, Whoa. but I am impressed with how fast people get through the line. That Could is true. Imagine? They're very Knowing quick. then they'll be like, you know what? We're just going to We're going to close the rest down. Your- yep, we exactly. can't even stay open anymore. We screwed up your order. <laughs> Shame on We're us. We're blowing up our store. <laughs> if you missed uh, that part of the show or any part of the show, you can always listen back to Joey and Lauren On Demand, the podcast, every day, wherever you find podcasts. Just say, Alexa, play the Joey and Lauren podcast or find us anywhere. You download them. That does it for us.